Hello. That's right. It's me. It's Album Nerds time. Welcome to the Album Nerds podcast. This is Dude. I'm here with Andy. Hey, 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 hey. How's that in 2020 treating you, friendo? Yeah, welcome to 2020. How exciting. So far, so good for me, man. How's uh, how's it with you? I, don't, I really don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> no. So far, so good. Uh, but, you know. Okay, okay, we can talk about it later. Nineteen was uh, nineteen ended a little rocky. Uh, so, yes, uh, in dude land. So twenty twenty is a hopeful time. You know, the holidays are a rough time of year, man. It's stressful for a lot of people, me included. So kind of glad that's over. Looking forward to uh, our big show today. Where we are counting down our, our top records of the year. Always a big deal, right, man? Yeah, a lot of thought went into that. And, you know, just we are not music professionals. We're just music lovers. These are albums that we like, and they're our top albums. If uh, you disagree or have some additions for us, please let us know. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Album Nerds. You can find us on our website. Can they send us a nice email as well, Andy? Where is that again? Yeah, shoot us a line at podcast.albumnerds.com. We'll definitely uh, reply and uh, maybe even talk about your records on the show in the future. So much music. So we, yeah. we certainly missed something. Yeah, and these are really just our records that we consider our favorite, not necessarily what we think are the best records. That's tough. There's so much comes out every year. I mean, I know I went over, went through... Over 100 records in the last month myself trying to pick out this list. And oh, yeah. it's like so much to consider. How do you really rank one record over another? So these are just the ones that we listen to the most and we got the most enjoyment from. Right, before we dig into our, our top 10 records of the year here, let's quickly just summarize a few of our honorable mentions. Ones that were close to making the cut. I'll just give a quick shout out to them. I'm going to start out here first with the record by Ceremony, uh, entitled In the Spirit World Now. Ceremony is a uh, indie record from California. It's a really good record. And I feel like if it came out, if I at least heard it a little bit later or earlier in the year, it may have creached into my uh, top 10. I also want to mention uh, Sudan Archives uh, with the record Athena. Really cool kind of um, <clears throat> R&B record. Uh, she's a violinist as well, and she adds some really cool instrumentation to her record there, Athena. And I want to mention Emil and the Sniffers, Sniffers, with their subtitle record. <laughs> <laughs> They're a really awesome uh, punk rock group with a kind of like a throwback um, punk rock sound that I really enjoyed. Um, awesome debut record from them. That's uh, Emil and the Sniffers. Uh, check out their record if you if you haven't heard that. Uh, but yeah, what do you uh, what what just missed your list, man? Gem and the holograms. Uh, no, just kidding. Yes, love uh, love the holograms. Early work, yeah. So mine are more like developing artists to to some extent. Uh, Billy Strings, home. Uh, Billy Strings is like a bluegrass dude. He's in his twenties. He's got a bluegrass band, but it has some. Um, heavy metal feel to it in terms of the way that they have their guitar solos and and uh harmonies and you know it's straight up 
bluegrass, but there's a metal arrangement to it sometimes with the really fast guitar work and banjo work and stuff. Pretty cool stuff. I recommend checking out their album Home. came out in uh, 2019. Zach Bryan. Album was Deanne. That's the guy we talked about on the show. Country artist, self-produced, made a record in a house. It needs development in my opinion, but the bass of who this artist is is really cool. And this album's about his mother who passed away. Great listen. I just didn't feel it's quite a full-fledged outing yet, but I'm hoping to hear uh, some new stuff from him in the coming year. Quaker City Nighthawks. An old favorite here on the show, sort of a bluesy, ZZ Topish Texas band. The album is QCNH, and that's uh, just a fun rock record with some Southern twang. All right, so those are records that just came outside of our top tens. Um, if you get a chance to check out any of those, we will have them in the big Spotify playlist uh, up on the website. If you lost track of the names there, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll include it in the show notes, too. We'll help you out. Yeah, no worries. We're here for you. All right, so let's jump into the official Album Nerds 2019 Top 10. Number 10. Okay, number 10 for me. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. The album's Infest the Rat's Nest. The song is Organ Farmer. All right, so that was King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. The song was Organ Farmer from the album Infest the Rat's Nest. came out in August of 2019. King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard are sort of a psych, psychedelic rock band. They've been around for a few years, but put out 15 studio albums in that time. We've talked about them several times on the show. This album did a lot for me in terms of just hearing a nice thrash record. They decided to make a thrash record. It's thrashy and metallica-y with some Black Sabbath kind of doominess in there. And it's cool because it's about something. It's about mankind and uh, the space race and we've ruined Earth, so we've got to go to another planet. I don't. It's not quite a concept record, but it's got some concepts. It's fun to listen to. It's thrashy. It's quick. Go check it out. Por favor. Yeah, I really like this record too. It came in at uh, number 15 for me. So just outside my top 10. Uh, yeah, they're, they're awesome. We love them. We talk about them all the time on the show. King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard infest the rat's nest. Dude's number 10. Coming in at number 10 for me is an artist by the name of Ian No and his record Between the Country. We talked about this on the show a few months back. We're going to play a cut. From the beginning of the record, this is Letter to Madeline. Let 
Oh man, that's such a such a good song. So um, I know we talked about this record. You introduced this record back uh, a few months ago on the show. Yes, sir. And introduced me to Ian No in that process. And man, this record just grew on me quite a bit after we listened to it um, on our show. And ended up really falling in love with it later this year. And man, the songwriting, especially the storytelling in these songs, is just exquisite. He tells these very personal stories about you know a variety of different people throughout history and their circumstances they're in and their troubles and does it in such a compelling way. It really puts you right into their boots and you can kind of feel what their life must be like. Excellent, excellent folk rock, Americana, country record. Um, it kind of isn't that sweet spot for me. We, you know, it's a little bit country, but it's not so twangy that it feels like complete country. It's it's a nice a nice mix of of sounds and man, I, I definitely would recommend this to anybody who can get down with that kind of folk Americana vibe. Yeah. So here are my thoughts on that. Number nine. My number nine pick is Ian No between the country. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a great record. I obviously enjoyed it very much. I'm glad that you did as well, Andy. Uh, some of our listeners that I've spoken to here and there, a uh, handful of them particularly have mentioned this record is something that they dug. So uh, that makes us feel good here. And uh, yeah, please do check out Between the Country and No. That particular song is one of my favorites, Andy, too. So you nailed that. We don't need to play another track. Happiness, what's your number nine, my man? <laughs> All right, coming in at number nine for me is a folk record from an artist by the name of Darren Bradbury. The album is Talking Dogs and Atom Bombs. The cut we're going to play is towards the end of the record here. This is called So Many Ways to Die, Frozen Pizza. Wait for old age or take a cue from Hemingway's page. Close all the windows and make a frozen pizza. Leave the oven door open, never eat the pizza. Oh, so many ways to die. You can do what you want, do what you will. Oh, sweet mama, it's your time to kill. All right, so that was So Many Ways to Die by Darren Bradbury. Darren is somebody we have not talked about on the show before. Um, this record came out in September of 2019. And kind of just creeped into my radar um, a little bit later in the year. And wow, I really ended up enjoying this. It's a, it's a hilarious record, super dark sense of humor. Darren describes himself as a folk satirist, and I think that describes him pretty well. Um, this record is largely about death, depression, uh, but he does it in a very funny sort of way. <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> It's it's delivered in like this very dry matter of fact way that I think makes it you know it's a little tongue in cheek. He's not he's, he realizes he's being dark, but I think he does it in such a clever way it makes it really exciting to listen to because you're kind of like hanging on his every word. Um, so if you enjoyed the humor we heard on the, in that last track there, the record itself is only 26 minutes long, but it's it's really sweet and I think it's uh, I think it's a really great listen. Did you get a chance to hear this one, Matt? That's a starting point for sure, the frozen pizza. <laughs> so, <laughs> Put your head in the oven, make a frozen pizza. Like, okay. So, yeah, I, yeah cool. I, I definitely will check that one out, and I encourage the rest of you to do so as well, because I'm pretty sure none of us have heard of it. <laughs> so, 
Nice work, man. All right, cool. What uh, what do you got next, man? Number eight. All right, so at number eight, we're going a little bluesy. We're going to go with Gary Clark Jr. The album is This Land. The track is No Down Rolling Stone. All right, so that was Low Down Rolling Stone by Gary Clark Jr. from the album This Land. We did talk about this previously on the show. Um, Gary Clark Jr. is a Austin, Texas blues rock soul guy, elements of hip-hop here and there, um, tries a variety of styles and experiments on this record. I haven't liked his studio records a lot. I liked his live albums a lot prior to this. But there's so much personality, so much experimentation that I ended up falling in love with it. I liked it when we talked about it on the show. Listened to it here and there. When I was putting my list together, I did not expect it up and up into my rankings. And so here we are. Um, it kind of documents his life and his struggle being a married guy and being a traveling musician. And you can kind of hear that in that song, Low Down Rolling Stone. And uh, it's just a cool blues record. Andy, to stick with you at all. Yeah, you know, I felt similarly about it when we talked about it on the show. Like, I thought it was good, but I didn't love it. But yeah, when I came back to it for the year and stuff, I was like, wow, this is really impressive. He pulled off all these different genres, all these different sounds. It's a long record, and maybe if he had pared it down just a little bit more, it would be my top 10. But um, I had this at number 19 for me overall. But yeah, really, it's probably my favorite of his studio records as well. So nice, nice pick there, man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right what'd you bring all right for my number eight so we're talking about a record we did talk about on a previous show this is from rihanna giddens the album is there is no other and the track we're going to play is towards the end of the record this is little margaret So that was Little Margaret from Rihanna Giddens. Um, the record she put out back in May of 2019, There Is No Other, was a duet with uh, Rihanna and a jazz musician, Francesco Turisi. Uh, he provides a lot of like the Jerome and electronic instrumentation on the record. Um, I think this is one of the best sounding and best produced records I can think of from this year. It sounds so stark and just kind of cold and minimal um I, I just love that and her intensity of her vocals is just captivating i think every time I, I hear one of the songs from this record it just makes me sit up and take notice yeah it's a it's a really really cool record i usually don't listen to a record like this with have a more of a world vibe music vibe to it i usually don't listen to this a ton but i really came back to this one quite a bit and enjoyed it what did you think man did you come back to this one at all after we talked about it on the show no, I did not. I apologize. But um, 
I'm glad it made it. It is interesting. It is uh, different than anything I've really listened to either. But yeah, it it didn't uh, it didn't stick for the old Deuterino here. All right. So what is next on your list, man? Number seven. Coming in at number seven, Idle Hands. The album is Mana. The track is Nightfall. All right, in case you couldn't tell from him saying Nightfall over and over again, the song was Nightfall. Uh, the band is uh, Idle Hands, and the album is Mana. It's kind of a goth, new wave of British heavy metal-y sounding, um, traditional metal sounding, but it's not purely metal. It's more of a rock record with some gothic overtones, a lot of sadness and melancholy, but it's got twin guitar leads and all that kind of stuff I love. And just nice, clean vocals, uh, nice, you know, kind of just little bits of growling at moments of excitement, not in the entire song. So for me, it's just a really good, solid rock record from a band that is getting a lot of praise, a lot of attention. And I think it's the kind of sound that reminds me of the band The Cult a little bit. And I really like hearing that kind of music mixed in with our hard rock that's coming out today. So uh, I love it. Andy? Yeah, well, you know, put it this way, like it didn't make it onto my top list for the year, but I did keep it in my Spotify library. So I'll come back to it at some point. I did not expect that. So, what do you got at number seven, friendo? Yeah, number seven. I actually have a record that you recommended on the show many moons ago. Well, a few moons ago, at least. Uh, I'm talking about Yola and her album, Walk Through Fire. Came back out in February of 2019. So we're going to play a cut from the beginning of the record. This is It Ain't Easier. Uh, that was any easier from Yola off of her record Walk Through Fire. Wow, what a just warm, charming record! I really grew on me over the over the course of the year. Um, you know, this is a, this is a freaking country record, man. I gotta admit it. I got a country record in my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew the minute I heard this record that this was for you because there's the Mavis Staples and so many other. Right, soul singing artists that you've brought to the table, and this has brought this burgeoning like appreciation for country tinged music for you, not like a full on romance. But <laughs> so I'm really happy. I was so happy to see it on your list. It, it's it's somewhere in my top fifty. I don't know exactly where, but right. it's a good record. My wife loves it too. Yeah, no, it's probably like one of the. I think you put this record on, you have a good chance anybody hears it is going to like it. It's just very approachable. Um, it's kind of calming 
and she traverses a lot of different genres, you know, in and around country. Man, yeah, it really grew on me. So cool. Thanks for picking it, man. And yeah, thanks to Yola for making such a dope record. Uh, we're gonna get, once again, that was Walk Through Fire. Number six. All right. Number six. We're going uh, back to earlier in the year, one of my more anticipated albums. This is Joyous Wolf. The album is Place in Time, and the track is Mother Rebel. All right, so that was Joyous Wolf with the song Mother Rebel from the album Place in Time. Joyous Wolf is a Southern California-based, crunchy, funky sort of alternative rock band in the tradition of some of the bands I love. It's got a little Black Crows, got that sort of bluesy slide guitar stuff, a little Southern rock tinge here and there, but a gravelly sort of Eddie Vedder-esque voice here and there. It is just exactly what I look for. Great emotion. I just dig it, man. I've dug it all year long. I listen to it all the time. Andy, I know you liked it. When we talked about it, has it stuck with you? Or have you given up on Joyous Wolf? <laughs> Can't give up on Joy, man. Uh, I, I do like this record. Um, it didn't make my top list, but I do listen to it quite a bit this year. It's still in my Spotify library, so I will probably listen to it a little bit more. Yeah, cool. It's a cool sounding band. And I think uh look forward to what they're doing in 2020. Yeah, it's the kind of music for me that is like hope. This is the kind of stuff. I want more of this. This is exactly what I've been waiting for. So thank you, Joyous Wolf. Place in time. Word up. All right, coming in at number six for me is our first hip-hop record of the countdown. Talking about Clippin' and their album, There Existed an Addiction to Blood. This came out back in October of 2019. We're going to play a cut from the beginning of the record. This is He Dead. Alright, so Clippian, I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the show before, but they're an experimental hip-hop group comprised of a few producers and a few MCs, Devi Diggs being the most notable of them. This is a really, it's a very Andy record, <laughs> but that last record was a very dude record. This is a very Andy record. It's kind of a uh, horror-themed rap odyssey, I guess you'd say. It's definitely a concept record. It's a bunch of different horror-themed Stories kind of unraveled here by David. Kind of dark, a little creepy, some really creepy beats and some creepy atmospheric stuff going on. But man, his rap style, his rapping is so freaking sharp and fast and precise and just incredible. I love it. It's just so impressive to hear them every time these guys get together and put out something. I think it's worth listening to. And I thought this was one of their stronger records of their career. So had to get up there pretty high on my list. Um, did you have a chance to take in any clipping, man? This song. 
<laughs> <laughs> just this song. But I promise that'll be my uh, that'll be my New Year resolution to listen to this album. But I no, I did not. Let me entice you uh, a little bit I, by saying that the okay. uh, the last song is eighteen minutes long, and it is the sound of a piano burning. Sold. <laughs> All right, no. well, I'll be lying about that one later on in the year. I'll be like, "Yeah, Andy, that was good. great. That fire was awesome." <laughs> all right, guys. All right, so <laughs> that's gonna bring this portion of the countdown to an end. Just to keep these episodes manageable, we're gonna count down from uh, five to one in the next episode. So be sure to tune in to that baby. one. Yeah, one in five. Ain't no one here gets out alive. <laughs> yeah, trust me. If you had listened to this in one episode, you would not get out alive. Yeah, so definitely come back. Check out the top five that we'll be presenting in our next show. And, you know, as I said at the beginning of the show, you know, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, email us, go to our website. Let us know what your top albums are for the year. Make the list as long as you like. We'll look at it. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. And uh, happy 2020. And looking forward to bringing you lots of great recommendations for the rest of this year. See you in the uh, part two of the countdown. Peace. <laughs>